Moonpig. Hello world and welcome to the Moonpig Tech Podcast. My name is Richard. And I am Jacob. Uh, we've spoken in the past about how we've had to adapt our development roadmap and some of our development practices due to the global pandemic. One thing that hasn't changed is our need to uh, increase our teams and recruit excellent people. So I'm delighted today that uh, we have our people director, Sasha Watson, and our product manager, Fabia Lewis, to join us to talk about how we've continued our recruitment uh, remotely. Um, hi, Sasha. Hi, Fabia. Hello. I think perhaps we could start with a brief introduction. Sasha, would you mind going first? Happy to. And thank you for having me uh, today. So it's an honour to join you. So I joined Moonpig a year ago as people director. And really, I've been focused on building the people function and making sure we bring in the best talent and then retain the best talent by making sure the culture's right, that they're growing, they're developing and working on exciting, cool stuff. Um Three months into the job, I've been remote myself. So I went into uh, the pandemic and remote in probation. So actually, I feel a lot of the, the pain and challenge of some people that have been remotely onboarded too. Um, but I'm loving it. And the biggest, best surprise I had is how much of a tech company Moonpig is. Excellent. Uh, and Fabia? So I joined Moonpig at the end of May, so very much peak lockdown time. Um, as Richard said, I joined as a product manager for uh, the fine team, so that's Moonpig's search and discovery team. I was lucky enough to have Richard uh, on my team uh, when I joined, and it's been great working with him and the whole team, and um, Moonpig really has made me joining remotely, I think, as smooth as it possibly could have gone. Excellent. Um, perhaps we'll start the conversation then uh, with framing out what our recruitment process and onboarding process was like just before we, we hit the pandemic. Um, Sasha, you're probably best placed to answer that one. Of course. So I think we were quite similar to many companies, you know, put a, a job ad out there. Um, we get a lot of people applying for our roles. So we're very lucky. Um and then depending on the role and the level, we would probably have a different interview process at different stages. But typically, especially in our in our tech teams, you'll have some conversations with people. You might do some kind of technical test or challenge. And I'm hoping we'd move quickly, quickly to offer. Um, coming into an office and seeing the culture and the vibe was also a big part of our, our, our proposition. Um, so that's where we, we started uh the, the process and i guess this calendar year and i guess um we, we were also looking for people that were going to come and be office-based as well as, as, yeah. a, as a default really wasn't it absolutely and i think that we we build so much of our great culture around collaboration and stand-ups and donut sessions and whiteboarding um that it's it's part of the set the sales um, proposition so when that was taken away you know there is a big therein lays a big challenge for us yeah and then um so when, when did the pandemic start it was was that march wasn't it i think we were all started started to work from home yeah mid of march yeah um i guess you had to sort of adjust pretty quickly because there was no way we could stop stop the recruitment process right we needed needed these people no and 
here's a um exciting fact I, I found out when I think about this 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 show was you know, March the 16th was a Monday, I remember having a conversation in the boardroom saying, what are we going to do? And um, how do we continue to build our business and deliver great products and delight our customers? Um, I thought, right, we've got to continue recruiting. So very quickly, the team and I had to think about a couple of pieces of work, um, which, you know, also there was a retention bit. How do we continue to, to keep our company great fully remote um and we we looked at our our process i guess step by step and the big pieces that are so reliant on being in person and thought how can we move this to a remote experience and keep it great um so we know we've done something right because we've had very few people leave and actually no one new that's joined has left was it a, a smooth and easy transition do you think to doing our recruitment um all remote and virtually definitely a lot but we learn from you tech geniuses around failing fast so <laughs> we, we try a few things out we thought that doesn't work for example giving people lots of options about the tech they have um we still do that but we we went in with more of a template idea to say in this sort of role we think you need this and work backwards from that for example um you know, we try to minimise the number of touch points so it's not confusing for individuals so that people had a point of contact. We try to sort of buddy people up to say who is keeping, who is man or woman marking this individual so they don't feel lost when they get here um, and having a bit of a more in-depth induction plan, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so, yes, it, it was it was mostly smooth because we had great feedback, but it was not without its challenges. So I guess for you, Fabian, kind of like from from the other side, right? As you said, you joined right in the middle of lockdown or like the first lockdown. Now we have numbers to them. <laughs> um, what was your experience like kind of like looking for work and like being being like in a recruitment process from the other side during that time? So I just had such positive experience with Moonpig. I was... Uh, job hunting, you know, Moonpig wasn't the only people that I was talking to at the time, and they definitely stood out to me, um, not just in how they organized it, but just um, being so friendly. Um, when I first took a call from someone in HR, I remember I got off the phone, I said to my partner, you know, I hadn't necessarily thought about Moonpig before, but wow, like, I'm so excited. It sounds so great. And, you know, the way that they're working we are now working is exactly what I wanted to do and that really played out every single time obviously I had maybe like seven conversations with various groups of Moonpig people um, but everyone was very consistent so I got that very strong sense of of culture coming through which was really reassuring um, and they were just so organized you know I had so many bad experiences interviewing elsewhere where you'd be waiting and things would be delayed or the tech wouldn't work um, but in my case, at least, it was just really slick. And in comparison to like looking for a job kind of where, where you know you can go to an interview in person, do you think it's like in general more stressful or like does it feel different in a way? I mean, I think it is more stressful. I th the, hmm, the main pro is that you can be more flexible um, with when you fit the interviews in. 
Um, mm. So Moonpig were really accommodating and let me fit in my kind of final stage interviews. I had sort of half an hour one day, an hour the next day, an hour with something yeah. different that afternoon. Whereas in real life, I would have probably have gone into the office for a whole day, which I think is much yeah. more daunting in a sense. Um, but obviously meeting people remotely is its own form of terrifying and um, presenting, you know, giving an hour long product management presentation when you can't see people's faces because you're sharing the screen is, um, yeah, it's not fun. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I think one thing that stood out there for me was both of, both of you have mentioned about how important culture is to this recruitment process. And Fabi, you said that you got a strong sense of the Moonpig culture mm. from those, those phone calls, even the first one that you had. That's really great. Uh, is there any particular advice or um, suggestions that you would make, Sasha, for people making these calls to make sure that that culture is uh, well understood and correctly represented? I think um, it's important to, to turn up to as many meetings uh, as you can, you know, as the best version of yourself, right? So you want to be professional, <laughs> but I think, especially with my team and recruiting, I really encourage people to, to be themselves and show who they are because that really shines through. And I, I just think, you know, bright, great people attract great, bright, great people. And when you build a good rapport and connection, which you will do when you actually meet someone either remotely or in person. I think that just really helps. It also helps people to feel at ease and the tension you have when going for an interview, you know, there's so many people I've spoken to on the screen that you can physically see kind of excel because I thought, oh, she's actually quite normal. Um, <laughs> which I know is very unlike, very, very unlike me. I should, I should be, I should do better as a HR person, but you know, I think that, um, that really helps people to put them at ease and it gives a real good insight into our culture as well. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, were, were there any um, hesitations from your side, Fabia? Because obviously you couldn't see what the office and working environment was like or anything like that. It was, it was all, a, all virtual. Um, not really. It was a bit embarrassing how keen I was on Moonpig. <laughs> um, I just had a really good feeling about it. And uh, and I was right about that. You know, I'm maybe six, seven months in now and I, I'm so happy here. Um, I also used to live very near the office. So I know that that's an awesome area. Um, and I, you know, you have some good pictures of it. So I felt like I could get a reasonable sense of it. And, um, but I think also not to, not, I think maybe the fact that to get a job that you felt so good about during lockdown made me just really happy to jump into it and focus on this new thing. Um, so I was just sort of, yeah, I'm not holding back. This is a great thing. And who knows how many others are going to come around like this. So I was all in. Oh, brilliant. And I guess. I was just going to say, I can offer you some reassurance about how awesome the office is, really. I think <laughs> well, when I came for an interview, it definitely it helped uh, sell Moonpig to me. It's such a lovely place to work. Yeah, I guess you could say so far it hasn't mattered what the office is like, right? <laughs> <laughs> so we're all still remote. Um, so something that I'm interested in, at least like from my team that I work in, when we hire, uh, we normally make sure that a lot of people 
get to interact with the candidate, right? We want to have a lot of people on the team being able to get an impression so everyone can like have the stake in making the decision if we want to make an offer or not. Um, is this something we spread out quite a lot across Moonpeak, Sasha? Like, I'm not sure how it is for other teams. Yeah, so generally we, we, we look at the, the role and then we work with the hiring manager on what are the steps that are going to work. And some roles have more interview, more interview process than, than others. The actual great thing about remote is you can go faster and do more. So you can get, you can have more conversations, which is less like someone feels like they are in a horrible interview of people coming in and out of a room and they're sat waiting and it just feels awkward. So you have, we've actually been able to go faster in our in our time to hire. And from writing um, job descriptions that have some energy in them to the screening interviews, we try at every stage to really infuse a sense of the moon pig culture, vibe, what to expect um, to the candidate by the time they meet whatever group, you know, doesn't feel like this is a compl meeting complete strangers. And I guess it helps, right, even as a, as a candidate, when you see multiple people throughout the process, right, because then you can go like, oh, yeah, they all kind of show the same vibe. They all kind of mm -hmm. like behave similarly. Yeah. Right. Because otherwise, I think you, you get it from an office environment a bit. You you get a bit of a vibe. And if that's lacking. Yeah, there's such a buzz in, you know, in Manchester and London. You know, when you go into the moon pig space and actually even when you go to the Netherlands to, to greet, there's such a buzz um, about it when you go into the building. And it's trying to replicate that in the best way possible with these remote um and it's not the same, but I'm so delighted from the feedback from new starters that we've been able to bring some of that positivity to, to our process. Brilliant. Um, what about your first day then, Fabia? How did that how did that feel? Because that, that, that must be an odd. It was like you, you're not going to a new office or anything like that. You're literally just logging in. Yeah, it was strange. It was like I'm just not sitting on the sofa. I'm sitting at my kitchen table with a different laptop <laughs> and boom, I'm in the office. Um, it was good. I joined. I didn't have the typical new starter first day because I started after the, the Maybank holiday. So I started on a Tuesday. Uh, so I missed the kind of Monday new joiner cadence. Um, I had a lot of time with my managers, started speaking to the team. Might have even spoken to you, Rich, on that first day can't quite remember um but I don't know, I've kind of felt every time I've started a new job that the first couple of weeks are definitely fine um because everyone's kind of excited to see you and nothing's expected of you yet um mm. it was probably more in the thought to midterm that I guess the challenges of being remote and finding it a little bit harder to build up those relationships that that sort of became a bit more obvious to me mm. what, what did um Moonpig do to help help with those first few days or weeks? I don't know how much of this was managed sort of centrally from the HR team versus was just um, my sort of product team and my squad um, just being really on it. Um, but I did just feel very overwhelmed with people just reaching out, being clearly genuinely happy to help and chat and just being really friendly and supported. And, um, and then just the kind of practical stuff, like my manager had made sure my new laptop was ready. You know, there was no sort of mess ups with the paperwork. Like it all just kind of went by the book. 
um, yeah. And I think from the other perspective, like, because you said you realized then a few weeks in, right? Where it's like, okay, now, like, of course you, you want to be a productive member, right? And it, it is a bit harder. Are there any like kind of tips or something that you picked up along the way or how did you manage that? Oh, such a good <laughs> question. I think, um, just have to get over the fact that it can be awkward. Um, on video call um, and just like plow ahead with it. And um, I think it's lucky in a way, I can't speak for other people in other roles, but being a product manager, you have to be so communicative and you have to get stuck into lots of different things. So I think just embracing that meant that there wasn't too much time of me sort of awkwardly sat at the kitchen table, like, oh man, <laughs> what now kind of thing. Yeah. I think Sasha, you said something when we did our preparation for this episode where it said like everyone now has someone they work with very closely that they haven't seen in person, right? Would you say that after a few months, there's like a normalization that comes? We're like, yeah, we just, you know, hired people that we haven't met before. Do you think it's now becoming more normal and we got more used to it? I do. I think we... We, we have created our own new new normal and new people have slotted into our team. And actually, I have felt a great sense of almost equality, right? There's no, some people in a meeting in the office and some people remote that you can't hear. I think the access and the connection, the cal calibration is actually better. And I actually, our engagement survey score around calibration, uh, collaboration, sorry, went up. Uh, in a remote and that blew my mind I was like mm. but actually I think it's because you've got to work harder to collaborate so because everyone is remote so I think that even new people just feel so much more of a part of us and I was saying to one someone who joined my team fully remote my goodness I don't feel like I've only met you twice which I have um and then <laughs> six months it feels like We've been working together for so much longer, but I think there's just that intensity of being remote together that just from like the new norm, and I'm starting to think about when we can go back to an office, how do we keep some of this remote magic in the new world where we're able to be physically together? Yeah. Uh, you mentioned an engagement survey there. Can you just explain what that is? Of course. Sorry. So every um, every year at two intervals, we send out a survey to all employees and it's anonymous because actually as a people team, we want to check the health of our organisation and engagement is around how much um, how much um, effort above and beyond the day job employees are willing and ready to do for the success of the organisation. And that shows true engagement. Um, and there are many different levers around engagement. And some are, you know, around your line manager, your development, your reward. So there are, there are loads of things that contribute. But the output of that is how much discretionary effort an individual put in. And we have got fantastic engagement scores that have gone up significantly in the past 12 months. Um, and actually, we are two points above the high tech um, benchmark. Uh, that's, that's amazing, isn't it? Especially during these uh, slightly odd times. Yeah, it blew my mind, Richard, honestly. <laughs> um, I guess the, the next thing that's interesting to me, at least, is 
we've talked about culture quite a few times now, but that's very easy to develop and promote when everyone's together. Um, but it's still important to have now. And I, I personally feel that we've been pretty successful at it. But what do you think we've done to, to make sure that we haven't lost that vibe, even though people are all working from their own kitchens, living rooms, bedrooms or whatever? Yeah, so we, so, so me and my team have worked really hard to dial up the volume on, on some key pieces. One is communication. So we, we, we've, we've always had an all, an all hands each week where we get everyone together, but we've been way more planful about our all hands, about hosting, about the content, about putting some fun and energy into it, about, you know, and also we've worked on, on our communication. So using our internal Slack and other messaging um, services uh, more proactively. Um, our team meetings, our all hands in our groups, we've worked a lot harder on, on communication. I think the other thing we've, we've turned the volume up on is, is well-being. So there's formal things we've done around training and introducing new services so people can... Um, get assistance as individuals if they need to but other things like um you know yoga meditation um sending out care packages to people you know we've done more than we ever would have but we've we've turned the volume up on purpose because you want to keep that sense of of moon pig of culture of fun of connectedness and all the things that we know make us great um and then I guess there's the events as well. We have, every time we're supposed to have an event, we're still having them and we're doing them fully remote, but we've just taken some of the seriousness out of it. So we might talk about our strategy and the numbers, but we're trying to make that more fun and engaging. And we've got some great stuff coming up next week. Um, <laughs> to, to round off the year um, that we're going to celebrate all our achievements, but we're all going to have a, a good time. So those are things for me, Richard, that have kept things kept things going and kept the culture um, feeling like it was when we were all together. I think it's definitely worked. Feel um, very well looked after over the last six months, that's for sure. Yeah. Awesome. And I think from my perspective, right, because as you said, for example, the care packages, that's harder to organize when you need to figure out where everyone lives, right? Send it like all of that is more effort than if you say, oh yeah, I get X packages into the office and distribute it from there. Yes. So I think from my perspective, yeah, it makes you feel appreciated, right? Because you're like, yeah, that's that's more effort than it would have been in the office. So. Yeah. And you know, the, the ironic thing is that it's so core to our business, right? Is that personalization. So yeah. <laughs> You know, and making people feel individual, individually really special. Um, so actually, we're really lucky that we can use some of our distribution partners, that we can um, use the office space. But you're right, it has been a lot more challenging. But we know that it's so much more appreciated. On the on the recruiting side, something that would be interesting, like we, we talked about like how we changed our mindset from originally going into lockdown and keeping hiring. Is there something we have changed now that we have a few months of experience, like hiring remotely? Is there something we have like adapted in the meantime, something we have learned along the way? I think the key, the big thing for us is process. Um, we've had to keep an eye and have a lot more focus on the steps from finding great people to 
bringing them into into the organization and just having a little bit more process around that which is great um and it's not that we were awful before but I think we're just a lot more informal and not that it's formal as in corporate formal it's definitely not but it is more around how many steps um you know have we put the job ad through the right um diversity filters have we um have we really maximized our network do you actually need to do a test for that role it's fully remote should we do a presentation does that work you know we've asked some really good questions because we've been forced to so i think actually we've come out for the better in our recruitment processes being forced to be remote it's uh, it's been great great learning for for me and the team the, the only other things i would add is there's probably been more people in the market than ever yeah so actually that should be easy for a, a people team but it, it's not it just means more applications and more candidates and also because we are moonpig and inherently in our purpose we care about the well-being of society it means we're thinking you know so i said for example to my team do we need to just interview people that are unemployed because of the pandemic you know, do we, um, and actually we said, well, let's interview everyone, but let's prioritise those that are out of work rather than those that fancy a new challenge, you know, or, and that's been a big thing for us around, our, I guess, our commitment to the tech community in particular. There's some great, great candidates out there that through no fault of their own um, are on the market. So we encourage them to to, to talk to us and send us their profiles because even if we don't have something now keeping a great database of talent is is so key for us because we continue to grow we continue to do great new cool stuff um so we need we need new people so that's i guess my my final thing would get in touch connect with us on linkedin and um help us build our our tech team even more right unfortunately we are in the position where we can keep growing and can keep hiring which is great for us. Thank you very much, you two, for taking some time and coming on with us today. Thank you for having us. Yeah. Our pleasure. And thank you very much, as always, dear listeners. So if you want to get in touch about something that we have said during this episode, uh, please feel free to tweet us at MoonPickTech or send us an email to techpodcast at moonpick.com. And yeah, check out our website where we link our open positions. Bye-bye. Thank you. Moonpig.